Delia's here. This podcast is my reality. It is up to you, my devoted listeners, to decide what is reality and what is not. I have changed the people's names, living or dead, instances, events, sports, all that jazz. Some may be coincidental, some may be not. That is up to your imagination as my devoted listeners to my relentless reality. Healy Ace here for you, giving you the skinny of it, of no dad's rights in Illinois, no step-parents' rights in Illinois, no matter what gender. I want you guys to understand that you're not alone out there if you are a dad or if you are a parent of any type and you have another parent in your life that is has their foot over your head, that this podcast is for you guys to hear through my experiences of being a step-parent and being a... Um, a regular mom, what it is like, how it, how it makes you feel. There is somebody else out there that doesn't think it is all mermaids and unicorns, fluffs and flowers. It is hard every single day. We're all in this foxhole together. And I just want you to tune in every week so you can hear about my experiences in my foxhole. We're still out at sea, my delightful humans, the sea of the pit of despair. Yeah. Sometimes it's an ocean, sometimes it's the land. It is what it is. It's the shithole I'm in. Welcome back. If it's your first time, welcome. All right. You guys know about what. We got some repercussions here, everybody. When you are a step parent, you're going to step in it. And that's, again, why I'm doing this podcast. Because I don't want anybody to step in as much shit as I do. But if you do, then you know you're not alone in the shit with me. We're like Lucy. We're in the grapes stomping away. You're not alone. You're going to step in it and it's okay. And I just want you to know when you do, sometimes the repercussions are not so good. Last episode, you guys heard about how I tried to look for an ally and tried to befriend my daughter's boyfriend's mother. You probably are wondering what the hell happened. Like I said in the episode, uh, don't air your text mess, your grievances through text messages. Don't do that. <laughs> don't. Uh, you want to, just don't. You can type it out in like your notes and then delete it. Or write it out and burn it in your fireplace. Because it hits you on several different fronts. The first front that it hits you on is your relationship with your kid. Okay? So because of those text messages, get you guys caught up. Um, after the barbecue, you know, months went by, everything was fine. The kids saw each other, you know, whatever. We saw her here and there at different school events and it was lovely. I still had my rose colored glasses on and I, it was nice. I won't lie. It was nice and it was stupid. It was like being on Molly. It was great. I was comfortable. Never get comfortable as a step parent, okay? You gotta sleep on a bed of nails and do so to remind yourself you are not comfortable. You do not live in the land of the free. You, yes, you live in America. Yes, oh yes. You do not live in the land of the free when you are a step parent. And if you don't understand what I mean, look at the laws. You have no rights to speak in court. You have no rights to the children when it comes to if they're in the hospital. It is not the land of the free for you. That's the bigger repercussion of picking up a, deciding to become a step parent is you have no rights. It's a big pill to swallow. Again, if you can't swallow a pill, then don't do it. So many, so many reasons not to. 
But then again, so many reasons too. The repercussions are deep and wide. Everything was great. Everything was wonderful. Then I had a low point with my older stepdaughter and I vented to my daughter's boyfriend's mother. Huge mistake, huge. Number one, don't have her as an ally no more, which let's be frank, I had rose colored glasses on with her and she was pretty much too pump chump that I should have never had as an ally in the first place. Let's just be honest, you should have never, like, come on. You would have never taken that guy on a second date in the first place. So why did I take her on a second date, a third date, and a fourth? Because I was desperate and I was stupid and I'm living in a relentless, soul-crushing reality. And I got my rose colored glasses on and I'm like, fuck. But now there's a crack in them. And at least I see her for who she is. She is a stupid woman who takes a dead man's money, goes on dates and leaves her son wondering where the hell he is, uses all of the child support for God knows what. And I thought she was my ally. It's like aligning myself with fucking Putin. Who am I? What are the repercussions? Is this how I'm talking right now? You hate yourself. You truly do. There's nothing about yourself when you look in the mirror like, oh, look at how awesome you look today. No, you see every fucking line in your face because every single line in your face, every single extra, extra freckle that I have, which I don't mind because I love my freckles, everything, all those extra zits that you never thought you would get, everything you can just see in your face because it's a so crushing, relentless reality. And every single time you do something stupid and you step in it, it is looks you in the face every day. I can't even explain to you or express to you and other than just giving out episode after episode of how many times I have messed up to the point where when I look in the mirror, I hate every ounce of my face. That is one of the repercussions that you have as a step parent, but also as somebody who has rose colored glasses on looking for an ally in all the wrong places. I went looking for an ally in Russia when I should have started in Canada. If you couldn't figure this out, her and I are no longer friends. But at the same time, for my single friends out there, for anybody out there, everybody knows that at the end of a friendship and a relationship, everybody makes a list of the fuck yous for them. Well, I got a list for her because I can't say it to her because I can't say anything through text message. I can't say anything on the phone. It's got to be in person. And let's face it, I ain't going to see her anytime fucking soon. So these are my fuck yous for her. Fuck you for coming into my home where I'm raising my children and thinking that it was okay to interject yourself into my life. Knowing full well, sharing the text messages between two adults talking about their children to your children. You knew it would cause a shitstorm and you did it anyway. You're sending your ancestors after me when you're saying you're all these different ethnicities when there's no possible way you can be them. Send your ancestors with your 1% they'll probably come to my side knowing what you did to my family. The repercussions are your circle gets smaller. Your heart gets broken on a daily basis, whether you choose to have it broken or not. I made the mistake. I, it was my failure, letting her into my home, letting her into my phone, letting her into my heart, letting her into my mind. She went through a breakup and I made the point to text her on a weekly basis just to see how she was doing. I wasted my time on you you fucked up my life. Now granted, I invited the snake into the damn house because I had my glasses on. You didn't have to bite, and you did because you're a proud single mom. Fuck you. Be proud over there. Have fun being single. There's a reason nobody's calling you back. Your circle gets smaller, and you hate yourself, 
and your stepchildrens, they may hate you too. Children's children may hate you too. Like right now, the repercussions of me having a confidential conversation with another adult and her deciding to share that with minors. Um, my oldest stepdaughter isn't talking to me right now because all of my text messages were taken out of context. And because her stupid biological mother has said, no, you don't have to go to your dad's house, which you and I both know if the shoe were on the other fucking foot, she'd be dragging us to court at least twice now from this time to this time demanding she come to her house. We haven't done that. It has been six months since that little spoiled brat has been to my house. And yes, I can call her that because she is spoiled. She lives at her grandmother's house. She gets whatever she wants. She goes and sees her boyfriend whenever she wants. She literally gets the newest stuff all the time for with our money, but used by her mother. She doesn't have to have an actual relationship with her father because her mother is making it okay. Was I the one that shared, overshared? Yes. Is that my fault? Yes. But am I the one that told the 14 year old? And you involved children. Like every adult, and don't tell me you don't. Every parent bitches to another parent about their children at some point or another. And if you don't, you're a fucking liar. And if you say you don't, you bitching in your car just to yourself, that's bitching about your kids. That still counts. <sighs> There's repercussions for the mistakes that you make. All right, so going over your list of repercussions, you hate yourself, your circle gets smaller, you start to actually board up walls around your heart and you awkward, you feel awkward in public. And maybe that's just the pandemic talking, or maybe it's the fact that you now feel like you literally can't trust anybody. There's a very select few people that I trust and I used to have a bigger group of people that I did, and now it's much smaller, but I do very much treasure those. Uh, the biggest repercussion, aside from, you know, yourself, is my relationship with my husband. I mean, he knows, and he defended me, and he's on my side. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be. I did wrong. I shouldn't have texted her. I should have kept her at arm's length, like I tell everybody else to. But I wanted, an, I wanted somebody else in my boat. That's how desperate you become. You gotta keep your desperation in check. Even if that means putting on extra deodorant because it gets stinky. Keep it in check. Your relationship with your husband is going to suffer due to stupid mistakes. My husband and I fought a lot after this. The relationship with his daughter has suffered because of this because she hasn't come home. And like, side note, what is that all about? In the in normal families, when everybody lives under one roof, you can't just not talk to your father, not talk to your mother. You have to work things out. His ex-wife is encouraging this. She's getting everything she wants. And it's all your fault. My fault. It's all my fault. She has all of our money. She has all the control, all the decision-making power. And now, the oldest doesn't have a relationship with her father or myself. Repercussions. It's like adding another cinder block to the already two cinder blocks that are on each of your feet from his ex-wife. You stupidly did this to yourself. I stupidly did this to myself, ignoring red flags. Being a step-parent for the first time, you might not know what red flags to look for. Okay, number one, vagina. <laughs> number one red flag. If they have a vagina, I hate to say this, and I have one, so get over it with your thumbs, especially if they are of the upper class. They look down on step-parents, especially if you say you're a step-parent. If you can hold off in a conversation long enough 
not saying that you're the stepmom, do so. And then watch their physical demeanor change towards you or the way they talk towards you. If it changes, red flag. That's the person you put at arm's length and put a moat and a wall in between. If it doesn't change, still keep them at arm's length, but be ready to put a red flag down because it will happen. Um, another red flag to look out for is somebody that's way too close. Hence my experience, my daughter's boyfriend's mother. Let's be honest, she's not married and she has nobody. And my daughter's mother, yeah, she has a boyfriend, but let's face it, they're both quote unquote proud single moms. So whose back are they gonna have? Not the stepmom. Another red flag to look out for. Women exactly like your enemy. Exactly like that Krampus, okay? If she's ex if this person is exactly like your husband's ex-wife, ex -wife, I can't tell you run fast enough, go buy yourself some fucking Nikes and hit the road, Jack, and don't come back. It's another red flag to look out for. Another one is if they're too eager to divulge information, like the Tinder dates. And I, everybody's been on Tinder. I am not knocking it at all. I've had my share of Tinder dates. I've had my, my share of horrible dates. Everybody has. Like, I, if I could do a podcast of just my dating history, it'd be hilarious. Because the... And it's not even anything inappropriate or anything of sexual nature. It's just like, oh my gosh, did I really just go out with this guy? Who literally just told me he had a baby on the way and might get back together with the girl, but he just wanted to meet me? What? I'm not Mickey Mouse! Anyway, look out for red flags, people. Because the repercussions run deep as the Nile and wide. And I told you to get a life jacket, but sometimes the repercussions are a marriage might end because of a mistake that you made as a step-parent. Now, no, my marriage is not ending. Don't get excited. It's going well, but it's a work in progress, like every marriage, like every real marriage. But it's extra work now because of my mistakes and my desperation and my rose-colored glasses. Take those glasses off and recognize that you're desperate for a connection with somebody and figure out, and I can't even tell you how to figure that out because I don't even know how to figure that out. Figure out how to deal with that. You just, there's no playbook for how to do this. Everybody says if there's somebody toxic in your life, remove them. You can't remove somebody who you have a child with legally. And then they keep on just wanting to fight you and fight you and fight you and just put another hole in your boat and like just put another cinder block on your body and you're just, and it's relentless and relentless. So yeah, of course you're going to step in it because you're human and you just want some air. You just want to look across the room and have somebody else have an oxygen tank just like you. That's your frost my cookie is it's been months since this barbecue and everything went fine. And it's been months since I was an idiot and text messaged my grievances and the repercussions are still here. The frosting on my cookie actually is my husband and I's marriage is actually doing better right now, even though the repercussions are still having their ripple effects through the waters. It, we're communicating better in the sense of, I think he understands a little bit more how much I hate myself for all the mistakes I make and how much I carry that around because you're going to carry it always and it makes it that much harder to get through life.
And sometimes getting through life involves listening to a podcast of somebody else in the shithole hurricane that you're in. Welcome to the shithole hurricane. I'm the president. Just keep listening because I would love for somebody not to make the same mistakes that I do and maybe have a better go at this step parent thing than I am. Am I still doing it? Yeah. Do I still choose to wake up every day and be their stepmom? Absolutely. Because I love them. They'll never choose me. See you next week. So just get your life jacket on, everybody. Download and subscribe.